This show is sponsored by the National Association for Primary Education. Hello, my name is Mark Taylor and welcome to the Education on Fire podcast. The place for creative and inspiring learning from around the world. Listen to teachers, parents and mentors share how they are supporting children to live their best authentic life and are proving to be a guiding light to us all. Hello, welcome back to the Education on Fire podcast. My name is Mark Taylor. Today I'm joined by Janelle Krista and we're going to have a very interesting conversation because she's got a really diverse background from being an actress, a producer, screenwriter and also a coach and I think sometimes it's those life experiences, it's the things that set you on a path which you're then able to to give back to the people that you work with and are in your life and really give you an understanding of what education and, and life beyond just the studying is all about. So thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me, Mark. I'm happy to be here. So let's start with a little bit of geography background because you're obviously not from the from the UK and, and then a little bit <laughs> of sort of um, background in terms of how how you've got to the point in your life where you are today and, and how that works from being a coach and all those other things I mentioned before. Sure. So I currently live in Santa Barbara, California. Um, I've been here about seven years. Before that, I lived in Santa Monica, California, um, which is in L.A., um, and I'm originally from Salt Lake City, Utah. Um, I moved to L.A. when I was about 23. Uh, at the time, I was a single mom. I had a little two-year-old daughter, and I was working as a coach, um, a sales coach for large corporations. So I was doing a lot of traveling. I was traveling to L.A. a lot, and I uh, just decided to make the move. Um, and it really was helpful for two reasons was because I was able to be with my daughter more, or actually three reasons. I was able to be with my daughter more. I was able to not have to travel so much. Um, and I also was in LA, which is, uh, you know, a Mecca for the film world, which is, uh, always been a huge dream of mine since I was very, very young to do acting and filmmaking. So I was able to go there, you know, that eventually led me here. And it seems to be something which certainly those of us that live outside of of America get that sense of that sort of going to the city, you know, and certainly like I say, L.A. if it's in terms of film or um, New York, if you're talking Broadway and, and that kind of thing. And to, is is it something which people aspire to if that is the type of thing that you're interested in everyone feels like they have to gravitate in order to do that and i and i guess the ratio of people being able to then fulfill their dreams is less isn't necessarily as high as people might hope you know it's um i love that you're bringing that up because i do feel like that has always been kind of put into my head and put into everyone's head, you know, that you have to go to the city. Um, but I think things have really changed now. So I live about two hours outside of LA and I would say that I'm busier now than I was when I was there. And the reason for that is because the whole world of film and technology has changed so much that you can create shows, um, or podcasts or, or whatnot, on your own in your own town so you don't necessarily have to go to the city and things like youtube has really revolutionized the film world where you can you know create your own uh future and your own shows and your own audience on youtube or facebook or or platforms like that so it's kind of an amazing time um however i am glad that i got that experience of going to the city and kind of seeing what that whole world is about and working on the studios and um it's it's 
it's pretty cool to have those two different worlds. I mean, it's certainly true, like you're saying about the way the digital age has changed everything that the reason that i'm actually able to have a podcast is because having listened to a podcast and thought this sounds like a really great thing to get into the the barrier to being able to do these things yourself is suddenly so different than it was even 10 or 15 years ago and and like you were saying the film thing must be exactly the same if you've got an iphone to start with people are making their own videos and putting them on youtube and it's really a completely different mindset isn't it it really is. It's it's kind of amazing what we can do with our phones, you know, bringing that up. I mean, there's film festivals all over the world now for cell phone videos, you know, and it's it's just amazing. But you really can change the world with your phone and, you know, by creating a, a viral video or a channel that's inspiring or, you know, and we can do it in positive ways or we can do it in negative ways. But you can certainly see it happening. It's 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 quite uh, quite amazing and and i think you can you can get very bogged down can't you in in the, in the technology side and and i know certainly from sort of seeing your 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 sort of copy on sort of conscious entertainment and that kind of thing and certainly the same i think in in the audio world as well it's about the storytelling it's about the experiences of people it's how you're getting that across to the audience whoever that happens to be either through film or, or through audio and i think that's the bit that always connects with people and yes you want to do it as professionally as possible or you want to do it in whichever way you feel gets your message across but it is that story it is that sort of understanding of of life if you like that's the really important factor Mm -hmm. yeah it's very very true it's amazing i mean story we from the beginning of time you know that's how we have been able to connect with each other and stories have been passed down and they've helped us make sense of of our lives and our consciousness and our our meaning and purpose and it's it's such a um such a remarkable way to touch people and to be touched by others is story i i really feel that we can bring so much healing into our world through story. And that's what I really want to do. And that's kind of my uh, focus, if you will. And and take us through that focus, you know, in terms of how does that work in your in your life now in terms of, of actually the film side of things or the performance side of things and, and, and also the coaching and all of that? How does it all fit in your sort of um, in, in your professional life these days? You know, it's <laughs> it's kind of an interesting story, you know, the way that I have evolved over the years. But, you know, as a teenager, I went through some really pretty awful adversity. And um, I just became a bit obsessed with the idea of, of movies. And it was maybe at first not such a healthy obsession. It was like, I want to be a movie star. Then people will love me. You know, this is the idea that I had. Then people will see that they shouldn't have treated me that way. They shouldn't have, you know, um, look at me now. It was probably not really the most healthy mindset. However, it really drove me, motivated me. And, um, and over a period of, you know, time, I started working through that story and working to heal that story and working through healing all of my childhood trauma and all of the, you know, poverty and the things that I had experienced and um, the abuse and everything. And it started to become a really beautiful and powerful story of what can you do with your pain. And, um, and so I wanted to, you know, take that and, instead of trying to show people, you know, look at me now, 
it really turned around to look at you and look at what you can do, you know, and, and that, you know, so I, I shared earlier that I was involved in sales coaching. Well, <laughs> the funny thing about that, the reason why I was a good salesperson is because I always believed that I was just educating the person and educating the customer on something that they were not aware of. And so um, I really feel like through story, we can educate people. Um, we can transform people and bring a greater consciousness into people's lives. And I can also heal my story in the process and help someone else help someone else awaken to a bigger story and a greater story for themselves. Um, does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think that's certainly key. It's why it's why it's an important thing for us to talk about on this podcast specifically, I think, because one of the things that we want to get across to the younger people in our lives that we're supporting is often very much the fact that you are the creator of your story. You are the creator of your happiness. And that doesn't come from what has happened to you it comes much more from how you perceive what's happened and how you deal with it and how you use that to go forward um and and i think that's probably a really important factor for you as well yeah absolutely um you know it's <laughs> uh it's interesting because growing up you know i didn't really get that kind of teaching. And I'm really, really excited that you're getting that out into the world and teaching that more to people. Because I think that, unfortunately, in a lot of our education system, and just in the way that, uh, you know, the modern world is set up, and um, we are kind of taught that we're just participants in, in someone else's story. And, and we need to, you know, stick within the system and follow the rules and be told, you know, what history is and what these things mean. And, and now I'm really seeing a shift and, you know, and, and I love what you're doing because it is really teaching people to think independently and to question things and to um, look at education differently and bring a greater level of consciousness into education. So, um, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I love what you're doing and I love that the we're experiencing such a shift in the world where people are starting to realize they are the author in their story. And not only are they the author, but they're also the director and the star of it. <laughs> and so it's it's pretty amazing. And I think I think the other thing that strikes me, I certainly had a conversation this with our kids relatively recently, um, because there's so much going on in the media these days about the political system, you know, the financial system, you know, some of the, the ways countries are governed and 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 certainly um currently there's the coronavirus and, and all the all the media surrounding all those things um and and some of the stories that i was hearing sort of from from my kids in the way that their friends are, are thinking about it and hearing about it via the news or, or via however they're getting this sort of media coverage was really kind of fear-mongering and and really sort of detrimental to them actually living their life day to day um, as they could do you know it was it, it, the facts weren't all there their understanding of it wasn't completely true um, but they because they were sort of bombarded by all of this stuff it was really having a negative effect but it had a fantastic conversation that we were able to dive into in terms of you know what do we actually know you know what's the reality of this you know where did you get these stories from and what do you choose to believe and also if you want to find out more where do you go to sort of get that understanding and, and it's a really key thing especially for the younger people these days I think because they're sort of bombarded so much from so many different outlets. It's really hard to know what's true 
and not necessarily fake, but a version of it that they're actually able to trust. I agree. And it is, um, it's extremely overwhelming. I mean, we are living in a new world in regards to media and the fear mongering and knowing what to believe and just information overload. And so, you know, I really believe in something that I work with my clients on um, is really tuning into your own self and your own thoughts, your own beliefs, your own intuition on what feels right for you and, and working with trusting that because really we need more of that with all of the fake news and all the everything that's happening. It's, it, it's very hard to discern. And so you have to learn how to have a level of discernment. So with my own children, you know, that is a primary focus is continuously turning back the questions to them. Well, how do you feel about that? What do you think about that? And that's not to put all the pressure on them that they need to know everything, but that they can look within themselves to start to figure out what feels right for them and then go from there because that discernment is so important. My, my son actually goes to an outdoor school. It's completely 100% outdoor. We're blessed because we're in California. It's um, really great weather. But even in in the really rainy days, uh, you know, we put a snowsuit on him and they go cruise around and they jump in muddy puddles. And it's quite remarkable. But since they are outside all the time and they're in different locations every single day, you know, they're continuously coming up against meeting new people. And they do, you know, they're at a lot of parks. And so there might be some uh, homeless people or you know, some people that they're not familiar with. And so they're really, really taught to, you know, tune into their own feelings is, is this person a stranger or are they making me feel strange? And so I think being able to have that discernment and learning that from a very, very young age is a, is an amazing way to approach, you know, education or just how to uh, live in this modern world is knowing how to stay grounded in it and yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And I think one of the things that always keeps me focused on that when I'm sort of unsure about where that line is, is that if if you truly believe that, you know, children come into the world with a, you know, either a passion or a gift or, or some kind of journey that they're on, um, trusting who they are and giving them the strength to follow that while at the same time just nurturing them through this sort of human element of, of how that comes you know I sort of I always sort of refer to the analogy of the fact that you know I wouldn't let my toddler play in the road just to find out that cars are dangerous you know as an adult I'm able <laughs> I'm able to sort of discern that there's a certain safety that we can actually do but but by the same token as they get older you just release the reins you give them more freedom um, but you still have that experience and I think the the dialogue that comes from that as they start to ask these questions and find out gives you that chance then create that relationship as well then which enables you to you know for, for the whole relationship to grow as, as they get older too absolutely you know and it does it teaches them that they are their own human being you know it, and it's so it's so funny because in our modern world or maybe in the world you know throughout history our our children have kind of been like attachments to us they've been something that you know my son or my daughter instead of really they are their own person you know and so something that's really really big and um that i learned uh throughout being a parent over the last 13 years is that these you know little humans are really people with their own you know however you want to look at it soul or higher self or consciousness 
And they do have their own gifts and their own experiences and their own things that they're wanting to show up and, and learn here. And by really, really, you know, taking yourself out of the equation, which we're not really taught to do, you know, we're, we, we don't learn those kinds of things in, in school. And unfortunately, I didn't learn many of these kinds of things or was even prepared for them until well after I was um, into my parenting journey. You know, my, my daughter, she's now a teenager. Um, when she was younger, I uh, went through this process. Um, it was really amazing. And it was all about uh, birth education. And, and she was five when I went through this process with her. But basically, I work, we worked with the psychologist, which went through, um, you know, how birth is the first imprint and how if we don't work with that, it continues to um, affect us through the rest of our lives. And so you could see that in so many different ways. And it was remarkable because here's my five-year-old daughter, and she was able to remember her birth and um on the somatic level and it was just so fascinating and so intriguing and she could even name the people that were in the room and i'm like how did she know this but we do we know these things we you know we are, are born conscious you know we have feelings from the moment we're you know while we're still in gestation and so um we it's one of my real missions is to awaken that into people and to remember you know that um, we have to, from the beginning of life, ask these babies for consent. We have to, you know, teach autonomy and personal authority from the time we're children. And, you know, I think that we learn that more from, uh, you know, digging into our own history and our own past and working through our own childhoods. And, you know, rather than just going to parenting classes, it's really you have to work on yourself. And then you know, you know, what your kid really needs. So I know I just went off on a tangent there, but I think parenting has been my greatest education in yeah, my life. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, it, and, it, and it's it's often the thing that really strikes me is when I'm about to say, but why don't you do this? Or why don't you do this? Or have you thought about that? I think, but am I doing that? You know, am I modeling that? Is it something that I've actually thought about? Or, you know, am I doing something just out of habit? And I sort of think, actually, if I can't be honest and just say, actually yes, I've got this sussed, which of course I haven't in any shape or form and almost any of those things that I'm thinking about, it then just makes me think, okay, well you do that, you focus on that, you do what you need to do for you and allow the rest of it to to, to sort of form from that observation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's it's um, absolutely amazing, so true. <laughs> so how does um, all these sorts of things that we've talked about, how does that sort of work through in, into your professional life? You're sort of saying that actually it's sort of your mission to really sort of get people to understand these kind of things. How does that actually physically sort of come to life in, in, in your day-to-day professional life? Well, a few different things. So I have, this year has been a really, well, I mean, 2019, we're now in 2020, but 2019 was kind of a crazy year for me as far as, um, creation. Uh, I, I wrote like four books. Um, I produced two, uh, online courses and, um, I wrote like six TV pilots and one of them I, I did produce and we just did a screening for, and then we also shot one of the other ones, um, which is in post-production now. So it's, it kind of looks like I'm doing all of these different things, but they're really under this umbrella of healing and of bringing this awareness in a way that 
meets different people. So, you know, whether you're reading the book, uh, reading a book on something, or you're taking a course, or you're just getting involved in a story through a conscious entertainment, it's all connected. So, for example, um, one of the, the shows that I'm working on right now that we shot, uh, it's called, well, it's a working title, but as of right now, it's called Hashtag Mom Life. And we're basically taking a bunch of real stories and weaving them together as a comedy. Um, and it's very, very, very funny. And it, it's it's very, very real um, and a little over the top because uh, we play with the realness of it. But it's basically taking all of these different women and their backgrounds and their stories and kind of showing how they project that onto their children's, how they parent. And, you know, the the uh, two primary characters in the show, they're very, very, very different, but they keep getting pulled together because their children are raising a ruckus. We had to look back at ourselves and, and what are we doing to create this environment that um, the kids are acting out in? So it there's, and, you know, there's lots of other elements in the in the story as well um, that will feed that that narrative a little bit to allow parents to look back at themselves in a way that is is humorous and funny and you know non-aggressive and so you don't have to take it so personal or get so defensive because we have so much of that in our world where we're just um, you know everybody's so offended over everything and it's it's hard to even have a conversation and so this is my way you know all the stuff I write typically it is through comedy because it's a, it does take those defenses down and you kind of laugh at yourself and I make fun of myself. I act in most of the shows that I, that I create. So um, it's just a way that I can, I can also laugh at myself in the process. So that's one way that it's kind of getting out there, um, you know, or uh, in the online courses that I created, those are very practical skills you know, things that I have learned over all of these years with working with myself and working with like tons of clients and really putting them into a practical order of like, here's a meditation to do to help calm you down and get you grounded. Here's how you get grounded when you're out in the world or, you know, here's what it means to feel attacked energetically by someone. And here's the science behind that. And so, no, it's not super woo woo. Like I'm trying to take these more woo-woo ideas and ground them into the earth and so anybody can really relate to them but that's two different approaches on on the same uh the same storyline here of of working healing working awakening working you know opening your eyes into something a little bit uh bigger and greater in a way that is um non-preachy or or non-assuming um, and, and I think when you do have that passion and that focus, like you say, there, there are many people that connect with us all in, in very different ways. And I can see how each of those elements is going to really connect with with, with different people. And, and, and I love the fact that you're really able to sort of, from understanding yourself, that really comes across in terms of how that then is projected, like I say, whether it's in something that you're producing from a comedy point of view or, or a course and, and, and all of those things together. And I think that's that's where the real gift comes through for everybody and how you're able to do that. And it, it, it's a conversation I had earlier this morning when I was um, interviewing someone. It, it's the sense of we need to understand these things. We need to have these conversations. We need to be a part of all of this so that we can then certainly with our young children in our life support them to then all the other things that we do through the education system you know the academic side of things in the kind of the way the world works it's done with a real understanding of who we are 
how we want to show up and how we want to project that forward and how we can support other people. Otherwise, it just becomes something that we do. And of course, people are in, in the system from a young age, six or seven hours a day or more until they come out the other side. And it's only when you realise it's a gift and, and there's tools and great experiences within there that we can use from our own understanding that it becomes a real powerful thing. And it sounds that's exactly right. what you're doing in the way that you're doing it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I have a, a very strong drive to, you know, help people and to make people laugh and, <laughs> you know, uh, make the process a little bit easier. Because let me tell you, it was really, really, really difficult <laughs> for me. And, um, you know, so that's really my, my uh, drive is just to make it a little bit easier for people. Well, it's a fantastic gift to have it's a fantastic passion to be to be following so for those who want to find out more where's the best place for them to go and explore the 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 life of janelle krista <laughs> um well i have my website which is com, which is j-a-n-e-l-l-e-c-h-r-i-s-t-a.com um and if you go there right now um and you opt in i have a a a few videos and a gratitude journal and um, a, a few different exercises that you can get for free that have been really, really helpful for a lot of people. Um, and in a, a couple of weeks, I'm not sure when this episode will be airing, but a couple of weeks, I'll also have a, a couple um, free digital books that are related to um, what I call the spiritual ninja, which is kind of a, how to ground, how to stay connected, how to feel protected um, in the modern world. And uh, uh, so that, that will be available to them. And then also um, you guys can find me on Instagram. That's where I spend most of my time on social media at this point. And that's just Janelle um, at Janelle underscore Krista um, on Instagram. Fantastic. Well, I hope people really take you up on the offer for for those free things which is it was a um amazing i really appreciate that that having the opportunity for those people listening and um and just following that journey and and being able to get the support they need in terms of their growth and, and and learning about their life as well so janelle thanks so much for joining me today yeah thank you so much for having me it was my pleasure i really appreciate it and thank you for doing what you're doing because we we really need it fabulous thank you so much Thanks for listening to the Education on Fire podcast. For more information of each episode and to get in touch, go to educationonfire.com. Education is not the filling of a pail, but the lighting of a fire.